Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Russell Ramble Podcast. I'm Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen, one person out of the two of us here who's not involved in today's Topic. You see, the problem is that Laurie is too cool, so asking him to record an intro and outro for this podcast where he talks about his own fantasy booking warfare, is it was too difficult. It's not at all because we only remember to do this today nope. and Laurie's not in. Nope, it's nothing to do it's with that at all. It's not that. It's that you and I are lame and so we've, yes. got, we've got time to be able to do this. Yes. It's not because he's coming in on Sunday for the NXT TakeOver review, it's because he's too cool He's too cool yes. for this. And for you. Hey, but speaking of this Sunday, everyone should go and become a Pledgehammer on Patreon. We have si- we, we've been stunned yeah. by the response. <laughs> we have. I sound like I'm doing a, a silly bit, but I'm genuinely quite amazed. Uh, I, it, it has exceeded our wildest expectations. We were we just actually had a meeting, business, 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 about Patreon, and we had the Patreon page up, and you were you looked at the number, and I, we both looked at them, and we were like, wow, that that that's jumped since we last looked. Then we went and did some other things, and when we went to look at it again, it had jumped again. Yeah, it seems to be because we've got this thing called Wrestle League. Apologies if we've harped on about What's it loads. going on about we're it? We're quite happy with it. Yeah. And uh, it's where everyone, $5 and above backers, have the chance to compete against us in a sort of fantasy predictions league. It's going to run from Royal Rumble this Sunday. So, you know, really, if you want to make the most of it, you've got to get in there before Royal Rumble starts. That we're going to cut off... Of course, we're going to cut off the prediction entries as soon as the Royal Rumble begins. That is the pay-per-view, not the match. Yes, that's right. The actual, And not even just the Rumble. It's the pre-show. When the pre-show starts, that is when submissions stop. So when Jerry Lawler yeah. starts talking. When you see that thing on the network, you're, you're out, mate. What, even like the copyright notice? What about that? Well, yeah, that that comes up afterwards. Oh, does it? Yeah, it'll tell you. It'll do like the. It'll show you the rating and show you what you mm-hmm. can expect from this pay per view. Usually, it says nudity or sexual imagery. Hey, it's not 
it's not the noughties. Absolutely you not. You don't get that these days. The naughty noughties. Yeah. Um, yeah, as soon as that comes up, that is when... So as soon as the pre-show starts, that is when your submissions have to be in. Well, yeah, so please do go over there and do that. Another thing you can do if you become a pledge hammer is suggest topics for fantasy booking warfare. Speaking of segues. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember who suggested this one. It was um, uh, Drink It In, Z-Man. Ah, okay. And he picked the outrageously big idea of an NXT invasion of WWE. Raw specifically. Yes, it was NXT NXT invades Raw. And uh, it was me versus Laurie, because Laurie crushed you last month. That was the big... I think that was the most one-sided victory so far. It wasn't. What was then? The Alistair Black one was a much bigger one-sided victory. Hey, mine was really good and (laughs) subtle. Five years from now, the critics are going to go, actually, looking back at all the rounds of Fantasy Booking Warfare, that is the Pinkerton. (laughs) <laughs> that is Ollie Davis's Pinkerton album. Are you saying this because you're still really hurt about the Teal album? I am hurt about the Teal album. They you just didn't bring anything new. You, to did, the you songs. didn't even know it was there. Oh. And I didn't. I, I honestly, I felt bad that I had to be the one to break the news no, to you. You didn't. You had glee. <laughs> You had glee in your well, eyes. Well, only because I'd gone through the same pain in the morning when I'd, Weezer had posted on Twitter, we've released the Teal album. And I was like, what? Go on to Spotify. Oh, it's just covers. Teal. Not the most exciting colour. Nope. Nor, nor album. Nor album. Okay. Well, without further ado, probably because you're here not for plugs or <laughs> Weezer chat, you're here for the fantasy booking warfare. So I guess... I'll introduce mine first. It's starting with yours. Yep, starting with mine, and then you'll hear Laurie's directly after, and then we'll come back and we can talk a little bit about uh, stuff you haven't actually heard. <laughs> no, I've, I've heard... Yeah, I've not watched them You've just listens. heard the bits. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to vote for them, you have to go to one of the YouTube video versions of this and just click on either... Because there's an I at the top of the video, you click on it, you can vote Ollie or Laurie, and then it doesn't matter which video you go for because we'll collate all the votes on both. Yes, absolutely. So, without further ado, here is Ollie pitching NXT Invades Raw. Uh, in my fantasy booking warfare alternate reality, there's not much different from what had happened in the real reality. So it's still a new era. Vince McMahon and the McMahon family have all announced that thing and not fulfilled it, crucially. And there's still a bunch of NXT stars on their way to WWE. And our truth is still number 30 in the Royal Rumble. So the final segment of the Go Home Raw has all the wrestlers who've been announced for the Royal Rumble come down in number order. So we already know who's at what number, but not everyone, there'll still be some surprises. And this includes SmackDown stars and Raw stars, and they come down for a big in-ring, fun go-home segment with Vince and Triple H. And it's number 30's time, it's R-Truth, his music hits, hey, what's up? But no one comes out. And after a bit, Truth is just pushed out onto the ramp, tied up on like a wheelie office chair, and rolled out onto the stage, and he rolls down the ramp, and he falls over at the bottom, and Triple H and Vince get him into the ring, and he's got a a notice sort of taped to his tummy, like a ho-ho-ho, now I have a machine gun spot, and it just says, we're 
number 30 now. And this kind of sparks a brawl between all the wrestlers in the ring as like your big visual to sell the Royal Rumble match this weekend. Cena, Rollins, Mysterio, and they look at each other and they start accusing each other of making a faction to be at number 30. And all the while everyone's going crazy, Corey's screaming, what does it mean, we? And in the Royal Rumble's men match that weekend, it gets down to the final bunch, which is Lars Sullivan, John Cena, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles entered after losing to Daniel Bryan in the WWE Championship match earlier that night, and Batista, a surprise return, what fun. And Lars has eliminated a bunch of people, but it's number 30 time, shock the system. And boy, are they going to. It's Undisputed Era led by Adam Cole, and they do their pose at the top of the ramp. I've done that wrong, I think. And they start walking down. And Cena, Rollins, and AJ and Batista are ready in the ring with, like, for them, and Lars is hulking up behind. But as soon as Undisputed Era start walking down the ramp, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano appear behind them, and then Matt Riddle, and then Alistair Black, and then Velveteen Dream, and the whole men's NXT roster is suddenly walking down the ramp to confront Cena, Rollins, AJ and Batista. They try to beat up as many as they can, but Lars sides with the NXT guys and beats down the main roster stars. And while this brawl is going on in the ring, several NXT wrestlers start to remove the top rope and they get that off. And then they remove the middle rope and then the bottom rope. No one can be eliminated now. There won't be a clear winner for the Rumble match. A bunch of Raw and SmackDown main roster wrestlers run down, but NXT just beat them up too. It's all very reminiscent on purpose of the original Nexus invasion, destroying the ring. But this time there's actual substance to destroying the ring. It's a stipulation for the actual match. The NXT wrestlers leave everyone lane and they walk up the entrance ramp and they pose there. Crucially, not leaving through the audience like some invasion factions do. This is their show now. That's the message they're trying to send and they use the big boy's entrance. Michael Cole sends the broadcast off air saying, what does this mean for WrestleMania? No one's pointing at the sign. What does this mean for WWE? Cena and Rollins open the next night's Raw calling out the NXT guys, but they don't answer. Instead, it's announced that Cena versus Rollins versus Batista will happen tonight because they were the final Raw participants in the Royal Rumble. And then the winner of that will face tomorrow night's winner of Lars Sullivan versus AJ Styles, who were the final SmackDown finalists at Royal Rumble, and they'll collide at the Elimination Chamber. But Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream attack Cena, Rollins and Batista, ending that match. An Undisputed Era attack AJ and Lars, calling off that match in a double DQ too. They only tap Lars, just to make it, to make sure that both guys were DQ'd at the same time. Lars just stands there watching as AJ gets beaten up. Now this starts a few weeks of NXT run-ins on any main roster match that appears to be building a WrestleMania program. The point is, they won't let any matches for Mania get made. On the following Raw, frustrated by all these constant NXT run-ins, Vince McMahon books Cena versus Rollins versus Batista versus Lars versus AJ to decide the real Royal Rumble winner as they were the last guys left in the Elimination Chamber so no one else can get in. The Undisputed Era come out, led by Cole, saying, no, 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 that's not what's going to happen. And they threaten to hit Vince with a steel chair 
until they get their wishes. But Triple H comes out and Stephanie on the ramp begging, no, what do you want? So Cole says he was the real number 30. He wants to be added to the match. Triple H says, no, you've got to get in line. So they go to swing the chair at Vince McMahon's head and Stephanie books the match. Is that official? Yes, yes it is. And then they hit McMahon with the chair anyway. And that writes Vince off TV. So now we've got the Elimination Chamber match. Cena versus Rollins versus AJ versus Lars versus Batista versus Cole. And the match is mostly built around Cena versus Lars, but everyone gangs up on Lars to take him out of action for a bit, but not eliminated. And then they all turn round to the chamber of the last guy to come out, Adam Cole. And from here, Cole goes brilliantly as he can, from cocky to nervous as the countdown timer nearly runs out. And the buzzer goes off and even tries to hold the door shut as Rollins rips him out. And now he's surrounded in the ring by all these guys who he's been beating up the last couple of weeks. And Rollins is shouting at him over and over again, but then he just holds the two sweet sign up. And Cole smiles and gives him a two sweet back. And then they both turn around to face Cena, AJ and Batista, who are attacked themselves by a now-recovered Lars from behind. This new faction beats up the old-timers for like five whole minutes as Shane, Triple H and Stephanie are desperately trying to get the doors open to the chamber. Rollins makes the referee count the pin on Cena, AJ and Batista. And Cole gets the microphone through the chamber chains and says, May I introduce you to the number one contender to Brock Lesnar's Universal Championship, Seth Rollins. So the next night on Raw, Rollins cuts a babyface backstage promo to open the show, saying that this is meant to be a new era. I might not agree with Adam Cole, but we've still got Brock Lesnar as champion. A guy who's been pushing back everything, holding down everyone. Seth, he was the first ever NXT champion, and it's his responsibility to turn this company around for the better. Now is the time to draw a line across this ring. On one side we have the future, on the other is the past. We've respected these foundations long enough, it's time to burn them down and he does an open invitation to cross the line tonight. The main event segment has Rollins, Cole and Lars standing in the ring with a bunch of NXT guys outside like Black Dream, Champa, but they're jumped by Cena, Batista, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, the Hardy Boys, Bobby Lashley, all the people they're now trying to replace even Brock Lesnar. It is a fantasy booking world. The next few weeks has NXT wrestlers spin off into various WrestleMania feuds. You've got Velveteen Dream versus Batista, Lars versus Cena, Rollins versus Brock, Champa versus Kurt Angle, Almas versus Mysterio, and AJ Styles versus Adam Cole, baby, for the number one contendership to Daniel Bryan's title. All the while, Rollins is teasing more and more wrestlers are unhappy and will jump to them. AEW much? So the Fastlane Go Home show has Triple H, Stephanie and Shane confront Seth, Lars and Cole in the in-ring main event segment. Stephanie says this all ends at Fastlane. This isn't what the new era is about. You've got to build on the foundations of the past. You can't just burn it down. This is my company. But Triple H interrupts her and he just goes, Shut up, Stephanie. I've sat through these speeches for years, decades, in the corner of offices, watching you McMahons make the same mistakes after same mistakes. When you say you want to build on the foundations, you actually mean you run out of ideas and you're scared. So you're keeping the status quo. But your time's up, 
Our time's now. That's what one of your favorite guys always likes to say, right? And Steph like, she's shocked. She's trying to respond and Triple H continues. You think this is just something that's happening now? Like it's just a little fad thing that will blow over. I've been building this for a decade. The Nexus was just a pilot. It didn't work. I went back to the drawing board. I created NXT. I found the next generation of superstars. I called them up. I put them in the right places. NXT shows are literally called takeovers. What did you think I was doing? I own the future. The McMahons are the past and WWE needs to cut them out to live. So this whole bit will be a bit like that scene at the end of Toy Story where Woody is picked up by Sid and he goes, we're everywhere. So at Fastlane you get Shane McMahon and The Miz beating The Bar for the tag titles, but a returning Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn attack them after and they unzip their hoodies to reveal NXT t-shirts beneath. And then in the match of Adam Cole taking on AJ Styles for the number one contendership to Daniel Bryan's WWE title, Finn Balor sides with with NXT and attacks AJ Styles, helping Adam Cole to the victory. So it'll be Brian versus Cole for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. So it now becomes apparent that all former NXT stars are with the new era now, as they keep on turning on wrestlers who never went through NXT. There's loads of little stories you can branch off from this, like the New Day, how they opt to stay together to protect Kofi, and how Heath Slater was never asked. He can't figure out which part of the Nexus and NXT he was a part of. And then you get a message recorded from Vince McMahon from the hospital where he's recovering, and he says WrestleMania will decide the fate of WWE. Every men's match will be the new era versus Raw and SmackDown. But with age comes experience, and us McMahons haven't played every card yet. Dong! Raw goes off air. So next week, The Undertaker comes out to issue an open challenge and Alistair Black walks right up to him, match made. And it's also announced that all these matches that have been built up will actually happen over two nights at TakeOver and WrestleMania. So the NXT TakeOver card is Kurt Angle versus Tommaso Ciampa, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas for the US title, and Shane McMahon and The Miz versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And WrestleMania 35 will be headlined by Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title, Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole for the WWE title, John Cena versus Lars Sullivan in a grudge match, Batista versus Velveteen Dream, Undertaker versus Alistair Black, which will probably Probably be a squash match in Black's favour, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor in a grudge match, the Hardy Boys versus Fish and O'Reilly for the Raw Tag Team titles, and playing off some MMA fun, Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle for the Intercontinental title. And every new era wrestler wins. So in the aftermath, there's this, there's this DC Comics event called 52, which is the year in the DC universe following Infinite Crisis. And it all took place without its three biggest heroes, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And they used it to really build up a load of new characters or, or pre-existing characters that have never really had an emphasis put on them. And that's what I'm pitching here. I'm proposing for Raw and SmackDown for the next seven months, any WWE wrestler who's been on the show for longer than eight years, so before NXT, is moved to NXT on the network, and that's renamed PST. 
as in past. Actually been quite a nice break for them as the taping schedule is much less frequent and you'll have wrestlers like Cena, Orton, Ziggler, Angle, Styles, Bryan, Kofi Kingston in a heartbreaking split from the New Day. Cesaro has to go it alone without Sheamus. And you tell the story of all those guys building themselves back up again after such a humiliating defeat and trying to prove that their generation is still worth it. All this continues through to SmackDown moving to Fox in October, where Cena finally leads a charge against the new era on that debut Friday night show on Fox, which builds to a reinstatement match at Survivor Series, which the past legends win putting them back in the main roster. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My booking starts after WrestleMania 35. On the Raw the night after WrestleMania, the show opens with the entire McMahon gang and Paul from the back office coming down to the ring. Stephanie takes a mic and she says that late last year, we promised you that we were entering a new era for WWE. Shane says, we heard that you hated watching the same few stars have opportunity after opportunity. That's why the likes of Finn Balor, Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch are now main event stars on Raw. Vince takes the mic, he says, we heard that you wanted more new faces on the roster and we gave them to you. The hulking heavy machinery, the top 1% at EC3, the Leviathan Lars Sullivan, the twisted sister Nikki Cross and the Raw Lady Lady, Lady of Raw, Lacey Evans. As Vince says their names, one by one, the NXT call-ups come out to the ramp and they wave to the crowd before making their way down to ringside. Finally, Triple H takes the mic and he says, 
I've worked with these up-and-coming athletes since they started down in NXT. I've helped them to grow and to leave NXT to become the WWE stars that you see before you now. But those aren't the only stars I've nurtured in NXT, because to continue our new era here in WWE and on Raw, we need new talent, and that's undisputed. Shock the system. The Undisputed Era's music hits. Triple H looks smug as he says, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the newest Raw superstars, the Undisputed Era. The music continues, but no one appears on the ramp. Triple H looks a bit shocked. Stephanie and Shane are confused. Vince is apoplectic. That one vein up here in his head is about to burst. The McMahons and the call-ups stand around at ringside as the song plays out and the crowd becomes increasingly agitated. The boos begin, as do the BS chants. There's a CM Punk one in there too, because when isn't there? The show cuts away to a break, and then when we return, we are mid-hastily thrown together match between Heavy Machinery and EC3 and Lars Sullivan as a team. Michael Cole speculates that maybe the Undisputed Era were shy, scared by the size of the crowd inside the MetLife Stadium. After this segment though, the whole thing doesn't really get mentioned again. The huge main event of the show is set to be Seth Rollins putting the Universal title, which he won at Mania, on the line against Drew McIntyre. The crowd are hot as balls for this. It is back and forth all the way, with both busting out every move in their arsenal, and the finish comes as Seth sidesteps a Claymore kick and catches McIntyre with the stomp as he tries to hop back up. Seth drops into the cover. One, two, Three figures fall on top of Rollins in a hail of punches and kicks, dragging him off into the corner and continuing to stomp away at him. As they turn to the camera, you can see that it's Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong. Fish and O'Reilly hit total elimination on Drew McIntyre, flinging him to the outside. Strong lifts Rollins up to his feet as a fourth figure slides into the ring, planting a picture-perfect superkick upon Rollins's pretty mouth. Adam Cole, baby! Cole grabs a mic and holds the fading Rollins up by the hair. WWE Universe, I am Adam Cole, and we are the Undisputed Era, and we he says, gesturing to the ramp, are NXT. As Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Shayna Baszler, Jessamine Duke, Marina Shafir, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, and more arrive on the ramp, dragging the unconscious bodies of the previous NXT call-ups. Look at these up-and-comers who jumped at the chance to come to Raw and be made into a joke. EC3, a grinning, vain idiot. Lacey Evans, mere background eye candy and Otis Dozovich, a sex-starved creep. Lowly little NXT trainees, developmental wrestlers who so desperately wanted to be superstars. For months, you, the WWE Universe, were teased with video packages saying that these guys were on their way to WWE when they were already here in NXT. The best damn thing in WWE today, and these losers couldn't see it for what it is. A place that isn't stifled by the overbearing McMahons. A place where great matches happen on a weekly basis and are given their time to shine. And a place that isn't choked by lacklustre talent. Like this man right here, he says, pulling Rollins up slightly by the hair. Seth freaking Rollins, the first ever NXT champion who left to find his fortune in the WWE proper and has since been clogging up the card with the same match against Dolph Ziggler for the whole of last year. Well, that man down there, 
Drew McIntyre, who came to Raw to change the landscape of WWE, to put the locker room on notice, and only succeeded in becoming the thing he claims to hate. Another waste of space main eventer. So, when Triple H asked us if we wanted to join Raw, we said no thank you, because soon there won't be a Raw to go to, and that is undisputed. With that, he drops the mic, lets go of Rollins' hair, leaving him slumped on his knees, runs to the ropes, and delivers a last shot to the woozy Universal Champ. Then, the Undisputed Era roll out of the ring, and the NXT crew leave. On NXT that week, Cole comes out and cuts a promo saying that WWE has been put on notice. Raw is a curse, a death sentence for the people that get sent there. So from now on, it is NXT's mission to destroy it, starting with everyone who left NXT. The next week on Raw, the show opens with a video package recapping what happened last week, and Michael Cole says that there's extra security that's been hired to keep the NXT stars out of the show. Every inch of the arena is covered by multiple guards, and all of the doors have been locked down. Somewhere in the second hour of the show, Ronda Rousey is facing off against Bayley in a number one contenders match. It's a new era, woohoo! But the match is interrupted by Shayna Baszler, Duke and Shafir, who appear from the crowd attacking Bailey. Ronda is taken aback by the ferocity of the attack and almost recoils as Baszler steps over Bailey towards her, her arms outstretched, black gum shield on display in a rictus grin. Ronda tentatively goes in for the hug and Baszler squeezes her tight, but just lets go. She throws up the four, as do Shafir and Duke turning to the hard camera and raising up Ronda's arm, who sheepishly throws up a four of her own, before Baszler, who has slipped behind, locks on a Kirifuda clutch. Screaming at Ronda that she was too good for NXT, huh? Too important to hang out with the little guys? Some friend, until she slips into unconsciousness. Baszler and co then run out through the crowd as the security run down to the ring to try and stop them. In the final segment of the NXT show this week, GM William Regal comes out to address the locker room, saying that this bloody monkey business has gone on for far too long. I could have been fired for Christ's sakes. If you don't stop invading Raw and, uh, and attacking their roster, then you will all be fired. That familiar guitar string hits. Boom the start of Alistair Black's music. The lights dim, and as they come back up, he's already in the ring. He snatches the mic from Regal and he says, Mr. Regal, you have been a fantastic general manager for NXT. You have booked great matches, signed great stars, and most importantly, put on the greatest pay-per-views the WWE Universe has ever seen. You have been a fantastic general manager, except in one area. You don't care what becomes of NXT stars on the main roster. Once they leave full sail, you wash your hands of them. It's a responsibility you clearly don't want as general manager. And now you want to fire us for making WWE a better place. Well, I'm here to absolve you of all of your responsibilities that you clearly don't want. With that, he spins out a lethal black mass, knocking Regal out cold, who gets the stretcher treatment, carried out past a queue of NXT stars on the ramp, as Black stands tall in the ring, saying, this is our NXT now. The next week on Raw, it is revealed that a cargo door had been left open last week during the show, which allowed the NXT stars to break into the arena and attack Bailey and 
Ronda Rousey. To make sure that it won't happen again, Vince has replaced the security company completely, rigorously checking this new one out so that no one will accept bribes. And the same thing won't happen again. But late into the show, the same thing does happen. Champa and Gargano jump the barricade, meeting in the middle on Kevin Owens and Elias, who were doing a song together because that was quite a fun thing that they did that time. NXT this week has a far more chaotic feel. It doesn't even go out on the WWE Network and is instead put directly onto YouTube on a channel called Our NXT. They've moved to a secret location to film it. It's no longer housed at Full Sail. You've got to think Lucha Underground's temple as a style of venue. The video itself gets hundreds of thousands of views. On the show, it is announced that Regal has been removed as GM and someone new has taken his place. On Raw the following week, there is a grave air as Triple H comes down to the ring. He says that a cargo door was left open for the NXT stars yet again last week, which can only mean one thing. NXT has an inside man at Raw. Most of the backstage segments involve the McMahons and Triple H questioning various stars about their involvement, mostly people who've come out of NXT. For some reason, the fashion police tried to help, but they are utterly useless. That night, the show is invaded again. So we jump from here to Backlash, and at Backlash, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins are facing off for the Universal title. But during that match, the undisputed era interfere, taking out Rollins and causing a DQ. But they leave Balor completely alone. On Raw, it's revealed that Finn Balor has now been fired as he wasn't attacked by NXT, so he must be their mole within Raw. With Finn gone, Michael Cole says, Raw should be safe from attack by NXT, so it is business as usual. But Triple H will be here later to address the NXT situation. It's the middle of the show when Triple H comes out and he pleads with the NXT stars to stop this madness. He says, NXT is my baby and I don't want you to destroy its reputation or to destroy Raw for that matter. And with that, he calls out Shawn Michaels, who isn't here as HBK, He's here as one of the trainers from the Performance Center, someone who has worked with the NXT rookies since they joined WWE. Michael says that the NXT roster are incredibly talented and that is completely undeniable. Even this invasion has proven that they are capable of hanging with the big boys. But this has got to stop. Somehow, some way, this has got to stop. Shock the system. Undisputed Era's music hits and Adam Cole swaggers out onto the ramp holding a microphone. Triple H, you're probably wondering how I'm here. Well, somebody left the door open for us. And as he says this, Triple H turns into a sweet chin music from Shawn Michaels and flops down out cold. Michaels grabs a mic as the NXT roster march down to the ring to join him. And he says, WWE Universe, you know me by a few names. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, Mr. WrestleMania. But there's one more that you can call me. The general manager of NXT. I said before that I was done in the ring, that I was retired making way for the next generation. But I'm ashamed to say to you that I stooped. I came back. I did it for the money. And we had that match at Crown Jewel. It was a disaster. 
So I returned to Florida to lick my wounds, and I thought it was me, that I'd missed a step, that I'd got too old. It was only later, talking to these guys around me now, that I realized it was the McMahons who had let me down, peddling the same old nostalgia act. Barely mobile has-beens lumbering around the ring, and I was in the best shape of all of them. I tried to be the best that I could be, wanted to make a good go of it, give the fans what they deserved, but actually, it was just a cheap cash grab. Memories for money. And that's why I'm now embracing the future with NXT. And I'm here to tear down the past. With that, the NXT crew start to dismantle the ring. They tear up the mats, break the commentary tables, I mean desks, pull apart the barricades, drag the branding boards from the ring, they smash up the LED boards on the ramp, the technical area is attacked next, wires are yanked out at random, sparks fly, cameras are smashed, and eventually the show plunges into darkness. The feed has cut out with one hour left of Raw. USA hastily slaps a rerun in the spot after about five minutes of technical difficulties, test cards, you know, whatever the American equivalent of that little girl with a puppet thing that we had over here was. On our NXT this week, Sean comes out to rapturous applause, saying that they took Raw off the air and will continue to do so week after week unless their demands are met. NXT wants Raw gone, and they want to take their place on national television. So Raw this week has a decidedly more old school flavor. The branding boards are a sort of mismatched hodgepodge and feature a variety of the old logos for the program, like they've kind of been scraped together from what's in storage. The cameras are also all different quality. Some are even that 4-3 square aspect ratio. Everything feels ramshackle and cobbled together. Triple H and the McMahons come out and they say that NXT has held them to ransom for too long. They shut down the program last week and they lost them a great deal of money. This can't go on. WWE can't afford it to go on. If they want Raw's place on television, they can have it. But this is WWE and all opportunities are earned. If the NXT roster think they are the best in the WWE, then they have to prove it. Sure, they can have the TV deal. All they have to do is reach out and take it. But four Raw superstars are going to be in the way. And to grab it, they're going to need a ladder because this year's Money in the Bank ladder match will be Raw versus NXT four on four and the television contract will be inside the briefcase. And if NXT lose, then they have to drop this war. It's then decided that the matches to determine the four Raw entrants will take place over the next two weeks. Seth Rollins beats Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor defeats Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens topples Elias, and Drew McIntyre knocks off Braun Strowman. On NXT, Michaels and the roster accept the offer, and a similar set of deciding matches takes place. Alistair Black wins over Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa beats Matt Riddle, Adam Cole takes down Dominic Dijakovic, for no reason, and the Velveteen Dream pins Ricochet. So in the main event at Money in the Bank, it's NXT's current crop of stars versus a selection of the old guard who left to find their fortunes on the main roster, and the two teams 
put on an absolute showcase. Alistair Black hit a black mass onto a ladder that Kevin Owens is holding up over his head, sending him spinning around, knocking down all three of his teammates. Later, Owens pop-up powerbombs Cole onto a stack of ladders. Seth suicide dives through the middle of a ladder in the ring to the outside. Dream hits another one of those insane purple rainmakers from the top of the tallest ladder he can find. You, you kind of get the idea, it's nuts. At the end of the match, Rollins and Owens team up with chairs to clear the ring before landing a pop-up powerbomb stomp combo onto Champa to take him out of the match. Owens sets up the ladder and Rollins begins to climb. But as he reaches the top, Owens tips it over. Rollins falls to the outside through a stack of tables and Owens resets the ladder, drags Adam Cole into the ring and he lets him climb up. Cole unclips the contract. NXT have won. So from that point forward, NXT is the A-show of WWE. With Shawn Michaels as GM and an amazing roster, they put on a tight two-hour show on Monday nights, giving the third-hour slot to the stars of 205 Live or NXT UK on a rotating basis. Meanwhile, some of the Raw roster is obviously absorbed into SmackDown, while many others, especially the ones who've been through developmental like Bray Wyatt, Sami Zayn, The Revival, and obviously Kevin Owens, who turned on Raw after the way he was treated after switching over from SmackDown, all of those guys return to NXT, but now in the Raw slot and with no McMahons involved at all. Raw spends a year off the air before coming back on a new channel with a new deal. It is shorter, more wrestling focused, and features dream matches between old stars and new talent. It seems to be a plucky little show working hard to make amends, and it builds a loyal following, basically working its way into the place where the real NXT currently is. And so, the cycle begins anew. So how do you think you did, man? I, I mean, this was this was the first because I, I I was out for a month because you beat me in the Adam Cole undisputed era call up yes storyline, which is very sim like it's hard not to tread the same ground there. I felt what Laurie did though, Laurie's booking was very close to my Undisputed Era call-up. Because you see, the one of the things you really need to know about us at Rustalk is we watch each other's videos. Oh, yeah. And so we all, we're all on top of everything that we have talked about in each other's uh, video pieces that we've done. Yeah, and well, I, to, to be fair to him, he would have had to have gone back and watched all the fantasy booking warfares. There's, there's quite a few, yeah. and they're long. But the, yeah, like the idea of Undisputed Era going after other NXT call-ups... Mm -hmm. That was my idea. So do let that influence you when you go to the YouTube channel to vote. Vote for me. So I, this was, I felt like I've, I've gotten too down in the details and the subtlety and the week-to-week the -week stuff. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a, a leaf out of Luke's Attitude Era picture book. <laughs> and the Alistair Black template. Crazy. And yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, I blew it up. So I, I spoke, me and, me and Laurie both spoke independently to Luke to make sure there wasn't much crossover. Yeah, I was like the third party mm. where I could say, maybe offering some of my own insights, um, but mostly to make sure that you weren't doing the same thing. Yeah, or, or to tell us, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did, yeah, so my one was, well, you've just all heard it. I did mine, this, I think this is the last one I'm going to do unscripted. I, d I was running off bullet points. I, I always run off bullet points. Laurie did his scripted, and I think it was a much better delivery of an inferior idea. And if he does win, that's what he's won on. 
because it was scripted. Because it was scripted. I think scripted is. I think scripted is the way forward. Mm. You tried to convince me when we did the the, the uh, in the new sets when we first did the the one with the new set. You tried to convince me to do it as a bullet point thing. I was like, this is just not going to work. This is not going to work at all. I need to just script this out. We've gone from the old informal ramblings of both of us on camera. To just a straight up scripted video. Well, actually, I used I'm trying to, to wrestle against the professionalism here. But I used to do mine back in the day, back in the day of doing Fantasy Book and Warfare. I used to just bullet point things out and I would just do Survivor Series, this happened. Mm. And I do, you know, this out and the Our other. truth wins. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I felt like I always lost because I was just going, bah, 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 bah. oh, I've lost myself in my notes because we did them all unedited because we were lazy. Now we've got an editor to actually cut things down and cut out all of our flubs. Um, so I just think it's easier to script them out now. Mm. I, no, I think you lost because my, my ideas were better. That was the peak of my creative powers. You reckon? But I've, I've run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many ideas. There's only so many mystery men that you can do in countdown timers. That's, what I, I'm, that's why I'm amazed at, at, at Gato for how he's been on top of his booking game for about five years now. But they do say that's the, that is the, the usual shelf life of a booker mm-hmm. in the old days of promotions. Yeah. You can't, but you can't be a booker forever. No, like just look at Doctor Who. You need to recite. You need to get rid of the showrunners every two seasons. Yeah. Really, Russell T Davis was just bringing the show down. Yeah, Stephen Moffat was making it worse. But he start, you know, they start off good, but then they run out of ideas. Or in Moffat's case, have too many mediocre ones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my my, I, I'm I'm confident in my pitch. I didn't go as deep into the aftermath as I would have liked. In what sense? So it's, uh, you know, the NXT, all the NXT call-ups beat every single legend at WrestleMania and all the legends are called down to NXT and NXT is called PST, as in past. Mm-hmm. And the seven months of... Uh, because th- th- I'd say it in the thing that there's that storyline in DC after Infinite Crisis, I think it was, where Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman were just gone for a year mm-hmm. in comic book world. They weren't for sales purposes. They had their own titles, just a year set in the future. Yeah. So it was like the missing year of DC. And that was a time to embellish other characters like Booster Gold. Give Green Arrow some time. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do with PST. Uh, Sorry, the main roster, but PST, in my head, it was kind of like... And Laurie says it in his, as his description of the the other version of the main roster, uh, like a sort of Lucha Underground style, like a coliseum, where the the now main roster NXT people are looking down on John (laughs) Cena and Sheamus, going, yes, compete for our favour, thumbs up. Thumbs down. <laughs> Shao Kahn in Mortal yeah. Kombat. And it would be this kind of weird post-apocalyptic <laughs> place. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought, I'm on the cusp of 15 minutes at the moment. <laughs> yes. I can't delve in deeper. So we haven't got Laurie here to talk about his booking. But I'm going to ask you a, a, a flat-out question. What was your favourite bit of his booking? He, I really liked the detail he went into when NXT took over Raw and sort of ramshackled the place. And then the week after, Raw was filmed on just a load of hodgepodge cameras. So one would be 4.3, mm-hmm. another one would be like a normal current day smaller camera. One would be the giant boxy cameras at ringside that they used to have in the Attitude Era. I like that attention to detail. Um, it, it, it's not believable though. No. They could have just rented some <laughs> other cameras. Yeah, there are video rentals. Yeah, uh, but I like that. I like the Shawn Michaels turn 
because I, th I thought he was going to go another way and the Shawn Michaels turn I a, thought, that was a nice twist yeah I thought Triple H was going to end up as the big bad yeah um, yeah th those two bits really but cool. I, I was I was it's weird because Laurie is a guy who no sells most things and when I was doing mine I asked him afterwards well, what did you think because you would always be like oh that's amazing I'd be like oh that was really good and Laurie just goes yeah 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 good 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 different <laughs> and that's all he said I was like what do you mean different different, like, different from mine yeah. I was like of course it's different from yours it's the point what do you think of my booking Laurie I was like that's good and that's all he said but like when he was doing his I was trying not to react on camera because I was behind the camera and I didn't want to go oh, what yeah like the old days like we used to do things that people some people miss yeah. from the old fancy booking days we could just have a reaction cam on the other side <laughs> just in the bottom left corner oh no what you wouldn't do ah see I've worked it out now this is how we save the monetization of these videos mm. It is you do it again, but it's you watching the video. It's like a reaction video to someone else's fancy booking. Ah, so we upload twice. Yeah. I like that. So actually, we're uploading four times because or we're already uploading it twice. <laughs> or with the new setup, we can just multi-edit and we've got multiple cameras and it could occasionally cut back to... Yeah, but my, my way's got four videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is better. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, Four videos I, equals more adverts. That is a good point. So, yeah, uh, please do go over to the YouTube video versions of these pitches and cast your vote. It's very important that you cast your vote because it is winner stays on. Mm. So I will be taking on the winner of this. Uh, if you are one of our $25 and above pledge hammers, the suggestions um, will be going up next week, the, or your option to submit your suggestions. Next Tuesday, I believe it will be, because it will be after Royal Rumble, after that's all died down. It's a lot of fun there. So I'd imagine it will probably be Royal Rumble themed, or coming off the back of like Royal Rumble potential storylines. Because I, I tend to find with with Fantasy Booking Warfare suggestions, they always seem to be like, what's the current trend of, of things at the moment? Like a lot of Kenny Omega debuts in WWE, that was a lot of the suggestions around. Like a lot of... You know, sort of things based around Thank God that. that didn't happen. <laughs> no? I'm glad we got an NXT invasion out the way now. We've yeah. had undisputed uh, era invasion, NXT invasion. But people love invasions. I know. Now it'll we just do be... a sanity invasion as well at one point? We, no, we've done our British Strong Style ah, invasion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now you'll just instead have the Elite invasion. AEW <laughs> invades. Exactly, Come yeah. On, give me a CM Punk return. <laughs> I thought we decided that was off the table. No, I don't. You're right. I don't like that one. So your options to submit, if you are one of our $25 backers, will go up next week with the poll going up. And also, you can go up and make your suggestions for WrestleRamble Extra, the next bonus podcast that we do over on Patreon. Imagine No Way Out themed as well. Mm. I'm predicting for that one. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. The links for the YouTube videos are currently in the video description, so you can find them there uh, if you're looking for a cheap and easy way to cast your vote. But thank you very much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Enjoy the rumble. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.